to Plaid Skirts and Basic Black, the Black Catholic podcast that looks at culture and pop culture through a Black Catholic lens. This week, we are coming to you with a second special Christmas episode. What? It's the one you have been waiting for. And no, that is not a Friends reference. We're talking about Blacky Black Christmas Part 2. Because we are hot shots. What? A little bit of 90s humor for you there. I'm Marcia, the co-host who's here to slay all day. And I'm joined as always by my co-host Shannon, who's wondering why Mary is constantly getting mansplained about the virgin birth. Right? (laughs) Even though we are super excited to start playing our favorite Christmas tunes, we need to do a very special holiday weather check. So Shannon, how is the weather in your neck of the woods? I'm calling it a light, beautiful Christmas snow. Um, I am currently in quarantine, self-imposed, not not imposed by others, so I can go visit my family. Uh, there's nothing to do. I am on vacation from work, so if they call me, I can say no, even though I won't, uh, but I can. <laughs> that is um, the truth. And I am cleaning my house, and I'm chilling out with my family. My husband can't go to work. No kids have e-learning. It's a great day. And so it's like when you're reading a book with maybe some tea or hot cocoa, watching that snow just drift down outside on Christmas Eve with the tree lit up. That's how it feels right now. And it's going to be beautiful and fresh and powdery in the morning. And I'm going to jump in and have all the fun, all the snow fun. It's great. Merry Christmas. Great. (laughs) That's like all of the cozy weather you just mm-hmm. took away from me. Um, <laughs> Yuga. Yuga. <laughs> um, I want to say, like, it's a shun- sunshiny, snowy day. Wow, that is real Brady Bunch of me. But um, I feel like I can enjoy the beauty that is snow without the bitterness. Um, I think that I, just these last few weeks, I've had just time to reflect and time to just be. By the time you hear this, I will be 41 years old. I think, what, two days into my 41st birthday. But I think that in that time to reflect, like I can see, you know, I can appreciate the snow without the chill and I can appreciate the sun and I, I'm just, uh, I don't even know how else to describe it, but that's how I feel. It's a sunshiny, snowy day. I feel like I need to like sing a Brady Bunch song about that. I think I'll go for the walk in the snow now. <laughs> the winter sun's calling my name. <laughs> I hear it now. <laughs> Shannon's like, I can't with you. But yes, everybody's laughing. A sunshiny, snowy day. <laughs> See, I did it. I did it. I made my song. So yeah, Shannon, that's my that's my song. I hope Love I hope it. that you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone is gonna be singing Sunshiny Snowy Day. <laughs> I mean, well, to be fair, I do get called Marsha. So of course I should sing a Brady Bunch mm-hmm. song when talking about Absolutely. and you know, think I'll go for a walk outside. <laughs> As long as as long as I'm not going through puberty and my voice changes, I think I'll still be in the silver yeah, platters. What do you think? <laughs> okay, so now that we've talked about weather, let's talk about our 10 more blackity black Christmas songs. So excited. Like I am so excited. I cannot, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So I'm gonna start with you, Shannon. You've got mm-hmm. this great list, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm 
think I think I have a pretty good list too. Yeah, you do. But I'm just I'm just saying, like you yeah. got a great list. Yeah, well, thank you. I really tried very hard to um like get into the 90s at least this time and I really didn't. And what I realized is that like at Christmas <laughs> you want classic songs. You want the classics. You want the things that have stood the test of time that are in every Christmas movie. So my first one is a 1973 classic uh, by the OJs called Christmas Just Ain't Christmas. You absolutely know this song. And I love this one because I have like very special, specific memories of singing this with my dad while we decorated the Christmas tree. And I'm not sure why like that song or that memory sticks in my mind in particular, Um, but it's just one of those little moments, you know, that kind of stick with you. And so I always think of that when I hear the song and I always think of my dad singing it. It's also a really great example of the OJ style of their musicianship. You know, they just have some smooth voices and tight harmonies and they're really lovely to listen to. It's also one of those Christmas songs that has very little to do with Christmas other than the fact that it mentions the holiday. (laughs) Right. Those are the best ones though. (laughs) Throw Christmas in there, you know, like it's love actually. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Right. I love Christmas. Come on and let it snow. Let it snow. (laughs) Legit, Uh, if a black person sang that, that would be my top song. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But, you know, Christmas Just Ain't Christmas really is just a soulful song. It's black and black. And so it absolutely makes the list. So here, let's listen to Christmas Just Ain't Christmas. Christmas Just Ain't Christmas Without the one you love New Year's Just Ain't New Year's Without the one you love Underneath the mistletoe I saw a face all the love it <laughs> christmas just ain't christmas without the ones you love right it makes me so happy so let's let's talk about people we love my song that i absolutely love is luther vandros if you grew up black with a black mama shannon you did not it's okay you're still loved um <laughs> I don't know, my mom's pretty I, uh, you, you have a down mama luther your mama's like, down you know exactly what song i know i was like your mama's <laughs> down like she's down she's got this so it's every year every christmas love this one everyone who's got a black mama or shannon who's got a real down mama like your mama's down way to be called uh, <laughs> Um, you can't see it, but Shannon's nodding and laughing because she's, she's really great on this audio podcast here that we've got going on. <laughs> but, um, so it's Luther Vandross every year, every Christmas. It's basically the same with OJ's Christmas ain't just Christmas, but Christmas just ain't Christmas without the one you love. This is also very sad. That song. Okay, here we go. I don't know how love. Look at that voice. Right now, I'm such an 80s I, rest in peace. I love it. Watch this video on YouTube, everybody. 
like watch the video it is like legit 80s it's like everything that has to do i'm gonna let you guys in on some blackity blackness black people will always argue what is the best best luther Mm -hmm. they go which luther and it's like fat luther or skinny luther (laughs) like every person those those are his um his stages in his career so like luther vandross is a big dude he was a big dude. And then, you know, he lost weight and everyone was like, oh, okay, he's, he's skinny Luther now, but there are people who are diehard or like, nah, man, fat Luther, that's my man. <laughs> and, and it's pretty well known that like, it's like, no, we stand a fat Luther and not because he's fat, not because it was just like the music that he made in that time. Mm-hmm. But every year, every Christmas is like, this is like skinny Luther mm-hmm. and it can be redeemed. Like it's like one of those things. So, just like all of us in Jesus Christ have been redeemed. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I, I want to be very clear. It's in no way making fun of his body size. It's mm-hmm. in no way making fun of how he looks or his worthiness um, because mm-hmm. he is fat or not. But black people draw a hard line. They're like, <laughs> fat Luther is the best Luther. And like, and I mean, we appreciate skinny Luther. We're like, yeah, skinny Luther had some good hits. It was fine. Like, he was like getting into the pop music when he was skinny Luther. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, look at your skinny Luther getting that pop music. Now I'm going to be listening to Luther Vandross all day. <laughs> and so that's what it was. But like, when this song came out, they're like, oh, okay, skinny Luther. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got it. And and it's so funny. And like, that's just kind of where it was. Just to let you guys know, let you into some of that blackity blackness. Any other black folks, they know exactly what I'm talking about. There are people who will get into fights over Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner over Fat Luther and Skinny Luther. (laughs) But most people, like the jury's out. But this song is just beautiful. Shannon, what's your next song? Um, My next song is one from... The wonderful Phil Spector Christmas album, always great. It is Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes. like charlie brown with like our noses in the air dancing we were dancing and here's the thing about this song in addition to being a great song you are always dancing when the song comes on when you hear that like you start snapping you start swaying you feel like you're on ed sullivan with some giant hair and a winning smile (laughs) it it has that happy christmas feeling and the Ronettes are just such an archetypal 60s girl group. It has that beautiful sound. And it's off that wonderful Phil Spector Christmas album. Even though he's a horrible person, that album is wonderful. And this song is like the Christmas version of all the 60s girl goodness. That's what it is. And I really think this captures that Motown sound. 
that album in general really changed kind of how Christmas music was done for decades, right? Before you, that, you had like Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra yeah. kind of crooning with orchestral music. And once this album came out in the early 60s, everything became more upbeat and kind of captured that fun and joy of the season and less of necessarily the like sentimental. Um, Not that that's bad. I love those songs too, but it really brought the blackness to Christmas in a way it hadn't been in popular music before. So love slavery. Yeah. You're, you're not, you're not wrong. Cause there was a lot of, I mean, we had Christmas song with, uh, Neck and Cole and all that. But he's still even doing that, like, crooning thing. Yeah, (laughs) but, like, it's just, you're right. Because, really, I'm just saying. Black culture. Black culture. Like, we come and just, we just either start it or improve it. I mean, you can Mm -hmm. fight me if you want. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But um, that's real. But also, are you telling me that we have Phil Spector to blame for the retail workers' nightmare? All I want for Christmas is You know what's so funny? I don't mind that song. I love that song. I don't mind it. We're going to go on a detour. So there's a video on the internet, this comedian, where she is, it's like came out years ago. And she's like, this is me. She's like, Merry Christmas. I'm going to do the alto part to All I Want for Christmas is You. And (laughs) she just sings the alto part as it plays. And it's funny because I was in show choir in high school and I could sing both parts. Like I was a mezzo, but I was a soprano as well, Mm -hmm. you know, but I wasn't trying to do desk cans. We all know this, but Mm -hmm. she put me in alto all the time. And I think it's because I had a strong church voice. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I could get an alto. And Mm -hmm. it was funny because before that video came out, whenever it would come on the radio, I'd be like, um, uh, <laughs> yep. and, uh, and like, I could <laughs> sing <laughs> <the alter> part <laughs> from show choir, from yep. show choir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's how that worked. So anyway, so we have Phil Spector to blame and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, here's another black Christmas song and I go, they're all black Christmas. Yeah, blackly black Christmas. <laughs> Flat skirts and but blackly we're... black Christmas. So here we go. <laughs> So the next one is a classic that I didn't get when I was younger. My mom had to be like, this is what's happening. And it is called, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, yeah. which also <laughs> cracks me up because I always think of Jenna on 30 Rock, oh which God, yeah. started to sing. It's just like, it's everything, Shannon. It's everything. It's black be black. Sturdy Rock, it's okay. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is Michael Jackson of the Jackson 5 wishing a happy holiday to all most fans. Oh, everybody was black. We got a fat loser, we got a black mommy kissing santa claus so obviously cover your kids ears earmuffs 
the dad is dressed as Santa Claus, Mm -hmm. right? I still didn't get that part Mm -hmm. because I grew up without a dad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it didn't occur to me that it would be dad dressing up as Santa Claus. Do you know what my thought was when I first saw that song that mom was kissing Santa Claus? I was like, they're going to have some real good toys. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, they're going to get everything they want for Christmas. And that's so bad because I was like, oh, God, what kind of life is that pop paint mom in? I'm sure mom is a good person. But here's the thing. I was raised by a single woman. She didn't go that far to get everything for her kids. But I respect a woman who makes sure her kids have a good Christmas. I respect it. I think you also need to share about your experience of Santa Claus. Okay. 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 So I've never believed in Santa Claus. I don't know if we've discussed this here before. I have never believed in Santa Claus. That was never a thing. I never was like, oh, Santa's going to bring me this. Santa's going to give me this. I've known my whole life that my mom buys my gifts. I've known for my whole life. And my mom, when it was Christmas time, she worked two jobs to make sure I had what I want under the tree. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I remember one year I went with my, my uncle and my mom to Toys R Us. And picked out all my gifts. And I just had to wait patiently for them. Because awesome. there was the babysitter. And my uncle had to drive my mom. And it was like, well, guess I'm going. And then my uncle's like, just pretend like you don't see any of this. I was like six, maybe. I don't even know. I don't remember. So when I was in first grade, well, my mom worked two jobs. Like I always said, my mom works two jobs. Mm-hmm. And she did. It's just so crazy. Like every teacher knew that. They're like, we know because our mom, because my mom always said <laughs> So I always tell my mom works two jobs. I know how to do this. Right. I know how to do this. Right. Like, your mom. Right. My mom, right? I was like five years old. Being like, uh-uh, my mom works two jobs. So I was five. I know that sounds crazy because that's real. Like I was a year ahead. I'm um, back when they let kids be a year ahead. Yeah. They, don't let, they don't let them anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, they just. They don't. They were like, you got to wait. Um, but like I, like it was basically I took a test. So there were these kids who were all talking about what Santa's going to bring them. And you can do this with Santa. And, you know, got a letter to Santa. And I was like, no. And they're like, what? I go, no. Oh, no. You just take out the Spiegel catalog or Montgomery Ward, any of those. And you write your list out and you give it to your mom. And they were like, wait, what? And I go, yeah. They go, no, Santa gives you your gifts. And I go, there is no Santa. I was like, I'm like, they go, Santa's just, you know, cute. I go, like, Santa's just a character, like a cartoon character. Your mom buys your gifts. My mom works two jobs and she buys my gifts. And they're like, wait, what? And then they were like, they go, no. And we were just in a corner and like kids were starting to freak out. They were like, like the teacher's like, what's going on? I think we're supposed to be reading. Um, What's going on? There's no Santa Claus. And I looked at my teacher, poor Mrs. Bloom. Okay. Like shout out to Mrs. Bloom of St. Philip Nure in Chicago. And I looked at her and I go, Mrs. Bloom, they still, they think there's a Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus. My mom brought all my gifts. Mrs. Bloom, you know, my mom works two jobs. So she can buy my gifts. Five years old. Five. Five years old. Uh, And I'm like telling everybody, kids are losing their minds. I get sent to the principal office. My letter went home to the parents. Like, I had to go. I had to wait and do my homework in the principal's office. The rest of the day, my mom had to come off work and come get me. Um, there was a letter that went home to the 
parents like back in the day when they safety pinned the letter to the kid's jacket. All my <laughs> classmates were distraught with the letter <laughs> pinned to their coats <laughs> to tell the parents <laughs> that Marcia has ruined Santa Claus. You, you needed to tell truth. You're a truth teller. I'm a truth teller. <laughs> see, I started being an aide a long time ago. And then everyone was mad. They go, you see what you did? And I looked at, I remember looking at the secretary in the office, like, I'm not lying to these kids. My mom, my mom works two jobs and she pays, she buys my gifts. Like legit, I swear, I swear to you, if we had yearbooks in first grade, my yearbook quote would have been, my mom works two jobs. <laughs> so yeah, in first grade, like I ruined everyone's Christmas in first grade. It was really sad. Everyone was mad. I did not go back for second grade. <laughs> that was Actually, no, I did. I did go back for second grade. I was like, I'm trying to think of what I did. I know I ended up going to public school for part of second grade. Oh so the first half of second grade, I was there. The second half, I left before Christmas. I was like, <laughs> We're having that happen again. I was like, no, forget that. No, but yeah, no, first grade. I'm not kidding. I remember it vividly because everyone lost their mind on me. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, you just want to be lied to your whole life? No, I'm sure I wasn't like that. But I, the whole time, I'm not even kidding. Every teacher knew. Every te teacher I didn't even have knew that my mom worked two jobs. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, my mom works two jobs. Mm -hmm. So she could buy my Christmas gifts. That's it. So yeah. <laughs> so that's why I wasn't. It was Santa Claus. I know. Because I was like, she'll get some good gifts. But also, <laughs> Santa's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to tell this story. This is another story. You guys, when I was a youth minister, high school students, we were, we had like Friday night, we were like decorating Christmas cookies. So we like made Christmas cookies. It was great. We were decorating them. They were really good, you know, having fun. Mm -hmm. And one of the kids, this girl, she's a junior. And she's like, well, you know, when I asked Santa for this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ha, 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 like, whatever. She's like, no, I did it. I'm going to ask Santa and I'm going to get this. And uh, I'm looking at her. It's like her, her brother, and like her friends. Like it wasn't very, very they were the kids who always showed up. You know how there's always those kids who always show up. And I kind of was looking at all of them and the kid, like the friends were just kind of like looking down and like just focusing on their cookies and not doing anything. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, and I asked Santa and I go, you ask Santa for what now? And they go, yeah, yes, Santa for this. And like she had her brother. She's like, well, Michael doesn't ask Santa for anything anymore. It's like, like Michael acts like he doesn't need Santa. And I looked at him and he just kind of shook his head and looked down. Oh. And I'm like, I was like, I'm like talking. And I go, I need to know if this girl who is a junior <laughs> in high school currently believes that Santa is going to bring her things. She's like, yeah, I asked him. And I go, oh, okay. And I'm sitting there like. I believe this child believes in Santa Claus right now. Oh, it, I posted, it was a Facebook post. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what to say or do. I was like one of those like Christopher moments. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> like, like, I was like, oh my gosh. And so I am freaking out. We bake cookies. We have a good time. Uh, oh, we're also wrapping gifts for like the, we collected some gifts. And so we're wrapping them. Like we're doing all the, you know, and I'm seriously still like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. So their mom goes to pick them up. They're getting their stuff. I walk out ahead of them and I was like, um, can we talk about like, you know, this girl, mm -hmm. she, I go, 
I'm like, I don't know if it's a joke or if she was just kidding, but I'm going to ask you, but we were talking and she said that she wrote Santa and she's like, Marcia, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Wait, what? She goes, we've tried so hard to tell her there's no Santa and she won't believe it. She's like, I'm at a point right now that I don't know how to tell her. She's like, we've tried to be like, oh, I'll buy you these for Christmas. And she's like, no, uh, Santa. She's like, but I'm going to buy them. And we had to discuss it. She goes, I had to ask my mom. And I go, do we just never have that conversation? Because most kids like organically figure out that there's no Santa. And like it happened. There's no like big, you know, talk. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, can you help me? I go, I'm going to tell you. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like, am I, I am not the resident Santa breaker. Like, I did it one time. <laughs> and it was a public service. My mom works two jobs. My mom works two jobs. Tell me, work two, tell you, work two jobs. That's what you do. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what happened. She really did. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This girl was driving. She was driving herself places. She just got her license at that point. And her mom, she comes out and she's like, mom, can I drive? And I was like, this is real scary. Can you drive the sleigh? Because (laughs) I was like, Shannon, my mind was blown, Shannon. Yep. I'm sure she knows now there's no Santa, but I was like, all of her friends, like no person was like, there's no Santa. I was like, these, these are not your friends. <laughs> Why will you tell this girl? Why are you going to let her believe that? I cannot imagine that at all. Like, so yeah, that's, that's where we are. I love how this Santa Claus thing has like two Santa stories. One, where I spilled the beans and I wasn't supposed to. And two, where I refused to, because I was not going to be responsible. I really hope my children are outside the door. Oh, God, that's right. Did I also? Ru- I ruined Santa Claus for everybody. Oh, no. My okay. goddaughter. My- just tell her, Shan, just be like, I work two jobs. I do work two jobs. No, you're not wrong. I work two jobs. You're not wrong. I do work two jobs. Oh, man. Okay, so Shannon, now that I've ruined Christmas for everybody. And thought untoward things about Michael Jackson's mom. What is your next? Also, Black Michael's better. Period. All right, exactly. Black Michael and Fat Luther. That's (laughs) where. That's really where. That's where it's at. I'm just saying. All right. So my next one is from the Christmas album that I bought you for Christmas. The best Christmas present. Best Christmas Uh, present ever. In your mind, it is the best. And it is The Temptations, The Little Drummer Boy. And I'm going to confess, I don't like this song very much, but I like this version, and it's the only version of this song I will listen to. Okay. Listen to the drums. No, you love a bass line, girl. <laughs> I swear, like, I'm like about to like stroll. Like, I wasn't even in a sorority. Yep. I was never even in a sorority, but I was like, oh, is, is this? Sh- are we going to stroll? <laughs> this, oh, their voices, man. 
all their voices. What? What? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Everybody. I, I hate that song. I hate that song so but much. Love this. Love oh, this. Song. Yes. Like, how can you not just groove? Mm -mm 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 -mm. Um, this is one of, I said this was the only version of the song I like. I lied. There's another version I like, which is the Bing Crosby, David Bowie version. Great version. The Peace on Earth. Yeah, Peace on Earth. Oh, it's the only other yeah. one I listen to. That's a that's a beautiful yeah. one though. And Do you know they thought of that on the there. fly? Like it was on the fly. Amazing. It was because was David prayer. Bowie wanted that. more. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, he wanted to do more. He's like, I don't want to just sing this. And mm -hmm. he added that. He's like, let's do this. Because yeah. he is an icon, was an icon. And, like, you know me and my pop culture mm -hmm. <laughs> knowledge that I have. Bing Crosby died not too long mm -hmm. before that aired. Oh, right. And they thought it was yeah. surreal. They thought it was, like, they it was superimposed. In the, and they're like, no, he was there. They did it. Because, yeah, and it was so beautiful right like young david bowie you know all david bowie's bowies are great yeah man yeah. Oh, beautiful so, so yeah you're not right two people you would expect to make music together either but they yeah. well here's the thing if you are a talented musician you are a talented musician yep. i say all the time like you have to know the rules and know them very well in order to break them you know and make it work absolutely it's like art fine art i mean yes. like painting and things yes. <laughs> i know yes <laughs> music is an art music yeah. art, but yes fine art yes 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 um the other thing, we already talked about this. Got a great bass line. You know how I feel about that. Girl, you love um, a bass line. And the other thing that I love about this is that the drums kick in. They they remind me of a marching band. And it gets me excited. Like oh, I'm yes. about to see like a hot HBCU yes! perform. And I'm like, yeah, get it. Yes. Let's I was expecting Nick Cannon to run out. No. I was like, is this drum line? Is that what's happening? <laughs> So yeah, no, I yes, girl. I you didn't see me, sir. I was like, I'm about to go on a stroll. I'm mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, I'm like, mm -hmm. I wasn't Greek ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. It's a song you stroll to. It's a song you step to. I love all it. Right, yeah. all of it. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> so my next song is also Temptations, and it's funny because in real life, like I'm not trying to sing this song, mm. but who doesn't love it? You know, there's that shit. And dancing, and prancing, and fixing. Another song I don't like very much. But this one, when they sing it, yes, girl. Oh, but you know. Wait, I was like, oh, don't, but please remind me. Oh, here it is. Oh my gosh, yes. Like seriously, I I love this. love this like I love it. I'm just gonna listen to this album all day now. <laughs> <laughs> right? and the only night that's on there too oh yes i mean and this is the only time that someone was coming to see otis i'm just saying mm -hmm. no come on come on i'm like i need everybody every black person listening needs to laugh at that joke thank you yeah. have you seen the temptations movie shannon okay 
I'm gonna see you, Otis. <laughs> I was like, also because of that movie, I will never send anyone to check on short ribs in the oven. <laughs> I feel like it's like it's so it's so sad. Anyway, anyway, go see the Temptations. See the Temptations movie. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. That whole movie is just a cry fest. That's what it is. Like the whole movie <laughs> is a cry fest. He legit. Shannon, he went to get short ribs. <laughs> Which one was like, delicious? I'm sure they were delicious, but oh my gosh. No, but every time I got to tell you, so someone was trying to come for me in some message or something when I was trying to do some education on anti-racism and someone was like, well, I think this, like someone completely trying to like gaslight and insert themselves, center themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. (laughs) I wrote that in one of my comments, and they're like, I am not Otis. And I go, see, that's why you shouldn't even be here. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can't comment. (laughs) Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. (laughs) That's how I feel about that. So, yes, Temptations movie, Temptations Christmas music, music that we would normally not care about. But when Temptations see it, they put that stank on it, Shannon. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. that stank. It's the good stank. Mm Because there's bad. There's there's stanky. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but you put the stink on. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. So getting low and down and dirty. I love right, it. Rudolph the red nose reindeer. Every time had a fair. You know how I sing that all last you know, Christmas. Like, dig into it. You're you got to be like in it, right? <laughs> like you know, just you a little bit. You can't be cute so while you're singing it. Don't you be cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so Shannon, what do you have next? Uh, the next one, also a song I hate in general, but much better when somebody sings it. I'm going to play it. I also hate this song. (laughs) Yes. But when this person sings it, you love this. So I'm going to play it and then we're going to announce it because you're going to know. Girl, this song. Yes. Girl, yes. <laughs> this is also a song with some stank on it. A song, a song, high above the tree with a voice as big as the sea. Right? Talk about it. Right? Sing it with me. What? Yes, it is. It is. It is. Her voice is as big as the sea. Man, I hate that song, but she's so good. And like, I love, 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 love when Whitney Houston sings it. And it's the only time I will leave that song on. You give me Carrie Underwood, who I also love, get out of here. Give me anybody else to sing songy, hate it. And here's why I hate this song. I'm going to talk about why I hate it. Then I'm going to talk about why I love Whitney's version. So I hate it because it's sing-songy, repetitive. It's annoying. It's like, yes, of course I hear what you hear. It's like a loud singing. Shut up. I hate you. 
and you know, like if you're going to mass Christmas Eve, you see a children's choir and you see this on the program, you're going to cringe a little bit because you know, it's going to be bad. You know, it's going to go so bad, even though I'm not trying to insult. It's not, it's not going to be cute. It's not going to be good. It's it's not going to be cute at all. So Whitney's version, I love because she makes the song not only bearable, but it's great. It is great. Girl, it is performable. Like, that's what it is. Like, oh my gosh. Exactly. It's like, it's like you're on a journey with her. And it's an aspirational song for a soloist. Her voice is powerful. She captures all the drama of the lyrics, which aren't bad, right? Like they're actually really interesting. And she gets you to kind of like invites you into the surge of excitement for the birth of Jesus and its importance, right? She is, she's the original diva. She proves it in this song. Yes. And the choir. Great song and making it the blackest, most soulful classic. Right. Listen to it over and over again. Right. Just every time, like when I hear it, it comes on. My mom loves this one. She loves it. When it comes on in the car, she's like, and my mom has this like super deep alto voice. Yeah. And we make fun of my mom for singing. And she's like this powerful voice. She's got some bass in her voice sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's a whole black mama. If she wanted us to clean her room, she got to get that bass in her voice. But she would be singing. She was like, she goes, I said the key, king, people, everyone. And she'd be like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, she was going to church in our 1979 Plymouth Glory. Like, that's legit what was happening. And we're like, okay. And we would just be singing it. And she'd be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And my mom doesn't even, like, go off and do runs and do all that stuff. Like, she's like, it's fine, whatever. But she was like, what? Oh, we're going to sing this. Because I hear you, Whitney. I heard what you heard. (laughs) We all heard it. <laughs> oh, Whitney is the best. Okay, so while we're standing queens, I love this one. It's so funny. Talk about getting good Christmas gifts from Santa. I feel like gifts. I want all her presents. <laughs> Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, yes, I have. Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Oh my gosh, yes. Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Seriously, Eartha Kit and all things Eartha Kit are amazing. This song is just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like, yes, girl. Uh, like, get your list. Open up that Spiegel catalog, Eartha Kid. Like, the Catwoman, which was great. Yeah. Like, so. she was Cat. That's the thing. And so that was my first knowing Eartha Kid was Catwoman because I used to watch the reruns of Batman mm-hmm. with my grandma, like, same bat time, same bat mm-hmm. <laughs> channel. Mm-hmm. And Eartha Kid was Catwoman. And 
she was amazing. She was amazing, the Catwoman. So funny story about Batman. Like you're like, oh my like, I have a story for everything. So did I ever tell you this, Shannon? So my my therapist is probably like maybe six or seven years younger than me. And at my very first, maybe my second appointment, I was like, okay, I'll come back. And so I was leaving and I knew that he liked nerdy stuff. Like he liked Pokemon and you know, whatever. And so I was leaving and he's like, okay, so I'll see you. He's like, I'll see you next week. And I was like, yep, same bat time. And he's like, same bat day, right? Like he was just confused. And I was, and I was like, okay. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then like, I leave. And then like every week I kept saying it, I go, do you even know what I'm saying when I say that? And he's like, I don't know. I just was like, it's fine. It doesn't hurt anybody. I'll just let her keep saying the same bat time. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, no, it's from Batman and Robin. Like, when it used to come on. Like in the 60s, I was like with Eartha Kitt and Adam West and who played Robin? Uh, Burt Ward? Burt Ward? Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, it was like, they were like, same bad day, same bad channel. And so now that's our sign off. If I don't say it at the end of a session, if I'm like done, he's like, you weren't okay. You didn't say same bad. <laughs> and like, and it was funny because that day, like there's one day I was like, not okay. And I was like, okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Like on my, and I clicked off my computer and he's like, the next week he goes, how are you feeling? You didn't say same bad time. <laughs> So yeah, there we go. Earth Kit got those real good Santa gifts and mm -hmm. I confuse my therapist weekly, but mm -hmm. that's what I pay him for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and also way better than Madonna. Sorry. Earth Kit is where it's at. Like that's where it's at. Okay, Shannon, what's your next selection? So my final one is a classic. It's by my man, Otis. Otis Redding, Merry Christmas, baby. There are a lot of great versions of the song. Stevie Wonder's got a great version. John Legend's got a great version. But I love Otis, so we're going to play it. Because he's the Otis that people are coming to see. <laughs> Merry Christmas, baby. Should it treat me nice? I like that one. He's a good Otis. Otis Redding, man. I mean, they're both good Otises, but you know yes. what I mean. <laughs> yes. My nephew is also named after Otis Redding, so that's great. When it comes to Christmas, like I said at the beginning, I love the classics. And if I want a classic soul song, I think of Otis Redding. And so this kind of hits all that, hits all the notes for me on that one. You know, it's a great soul song. It's a fun Christmas song. It's got the horns. It's got the crooning. And it's a bop. So really, I think a worthy entry to top my list for Black is Christmas 2.0, Otis Redding. Okay. I realized that this song, my song is the, my last song. And for a long time, it was my favorite Christmas song. And I know I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get all kinds of canceled. We're going to get letters. Don't write letters. <laughs> Don't send emails. Yes, <laughs> I have chosen the anti-Catholic mansplainy Christmas song <laughs> as sung <laughs> by CeeLo Green. It is beautiful, though. Here's the thing. I still love this song. Like, mm -hmm. I still love this song. 
even though it is mansplaining, that is, Mary, Mary, did you know? Did you? Mary, 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 Mary. <laughs> hey, Mary. Hey, Mary. That's like Stewie. Mom, mom, mama, mama. And it's beautiful. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Beautiful. Mary, did you know <laughs> I... that your baby boy It still boy makes me happy. Save our sons and daughters. Did you know <laughs> that your baby boy has come to make you new? And this child that you delivered was soon Yes, I absolutely recognize that this was probably written by a Protestant, so it would make sense. It doesn't make it a bad song, but I mean, the whole like part where we're like, we are know about Mary, but it's such a beautiful, it's still so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think anyone who's a parent or who has, who is raising kids, I think it's such an important song mm-hmm. just to think about like oh my gosh, like your kid has this potential or don't, you know, don't count your kid out or it's like, don't count your kid out based on your limitations. And I think that's such a really good lesson for parents and people who are raising kids. And I just think it's beautiful. So this is not about this song, but when I seen the whole, did you know thing? So when I was a sophomore in high school, I had to sing for our church's like Christmas pageant thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, is everyone going to sing, sing songs, whatever? And so me all the time, I always sang around the house. Like I was in choir. I sang all the things, you know, whatever. I was like, oh, I'll sing a holy night. And they're like, okay, let's do that. And then so I went to go sing a holy night for our church. And I sang it. It was it was really nice. I know it was like odd because like everyone sang gospel music. And I was like, oh, holy night. <laughs> like everyone's going to be like, you're weird. But I was like, this is what I want to sing. Mm-hmm. So I did and I sang it and everyone was like shocked and surprised and like, oh my gosh. And they would go to my mom. They're like, oh my gosh, did you know she could sing like that? <laughs> you know? And my mom, this is like real story. My mom and my sisters, everyone was like freaking out. And they're like, didn't you know? And my mom goes, you know, she's always singing around the house and we just tune her out. So I really didn't know. <laughs> She's like, we've been tuning her out for years, but wow, she can sing. <laughs> My mom's name is Terry Melissa. And so I joke around when I tell that story. It's like, Terry, did you know? <laughs> she goes by Melissa, but her birth name is Terry. And anyone who grew up with her calls her Terry. And it's just really funny. So yeah, when that happened on the way home in our Plymouth Valare, <laughs> we are like, Terry, did you know? That's my story. I feel like I have a story for all these songs. I also really enjoyed the Mary J. Blige version of this one. Uh She's got a good one. The only reason I get cranky about the lyrics as like a Catholic Protestant thing, I actually really like the song. So I'm not trying to diss our Protestant brothers. The only reason I get a little frustrated is because like my dear Protestant friends, you're supposed to be pretty literal to the Bible. And literally in the Bible, it says Mary was told these things. So why are we asking her like, why she was told these things? 
Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. I grew up Protestant. They don't believe women sometimes. <laughs> believe women. But hashtag believe women. <laughs> We're not trying to make me too funny. This is a feminist podcast. Yeah. Hashtag believe women. Stop mansplaining Mary. <laughs> Literally, she did the Magnificat like right after that. She's like, oh, what? Read those first two chapters of Luke. It's right. Like, she's like, she like threw down some bars called the Magnificat. Study those as much as we do because they're not as obsessed with her as we are. But right, read them. <laughs> Knowledgeable and reverent. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't go out here saying that we're obsessed with Mary on this Catholic podcast. All of our Protestant brothers and sisters are gonna be like, I knew it. I knew it. We like her very much. <laughs> No obsession here. Also, no Catholic magic at all. None whatsoever. Yay. <laughs> okay. Before we leave you for the rest of this holiday season, let's do our other, like, just like the three wise men did on Epiphany, where they offered Jesus gifts. Let's offer some things to you. It is time for the offertory. Yay! <laughs> Shannon, what do you have to offer to us today? So excited. I feel like my offertories have been really long lately, but I don't care because there's a lot of great things to buy out there <laughs> and do. But these are all things you're going to spend money on. <laughs> First, holiday candles from Target. Beautiful. Love them. The scents are wonderful. That's S-C-E-N-T-S, sense. Um, please try them out. Uh, I'm sure there are other great holiday candles out there, but I live two minutes from a Target and it is my closest grocery store. So I particularly recommend Balsam Fur. I would also recommend a great game that we love at our house called I Descent. It's a board game based on Ruth Bader Ginsburg, famous descent caller, and it gives money to the ACLU as well. So you can support civil liberties for all people, which is lovely. And uh, it's really fun. You get to argue about whether or not opinions are correct. And you know, I love to argue about opinions, Marcia. All the opinions, yes. <laughs> and finally, I know that all of you out there who have Netflix have probably watched this already, but I'm going to re-recommend it. I am recommending the wonderful, delightful, cheesy Christmas movie, The Princess Switch, switched again with Vanessa Hudgens playing now three look-alike princess type people right some range girl that's some range and she's really good and funny in all of the roles and i love it it's great watch it yes and it's so funny because there was a time in my life where i did not love vanessa and hudgens well because we've talked about this before mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i truly believe gabriella is the villain of high school musical um i do i believe that she's a villain and i believe that sharpay poor sharpay was um she was done wrong anyway but and then that's a hot take i know people come at me all the time for it and i was like oh no 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 gabriella was the villain y'all just think y'all just think anyway so yes okay so i so i have a fire stick and there's like all these fun like apps that you can have on your fire stick tv so there is imdb tv which is free it's a free channel but if you don't have amazon you can't get it like it's a whole thing it's one of those free channels but it's got like all these old shows on there that i used to watch and i didn't quite watch or didn't quite finish um and right now i am loving imdb tv because i'm watching in plain sight 
all over again. It was a show that was on USA Network and it was about the witness protection program. And it was Marion Marshall and it was really great. Like I, I love this show and I was like, oh my gosh. And I've just been watching it. Like it's been so nice to watch this old show. And there's so many things on IMDb TV and it's not incredibly like user-friendly or search-friendly, but like it's a free thing. And I know what I'm watching. So I've been rewatching In Plain Sight on IMDb TV and I really enjoy it. There's so many, there's so many old shows on there that you've kind of forgot about that you kind of watched and it's really just good to explore. So I know there's this uh, indie artist came out with a new CD uh, about a week and a half ago. And I want to, I want to let people know about it because it's really important. The name of the album is called Evermore and uh, it is by Taylor Swift. (laughs) Yeah, right. I know, right. You might've heard, she might sound familiar to you. It is the companion to folklore. Which soon, so probably next week, we'll put up the episode where Vanessa, Zelita Goldberg, and I talked about folklore this past summer, where we went all in about it, and it was just for our Patreon subscribers, and we're making it available to everyone else. But our Patreon subscribers will soon get Vanessa and I breaking down Evermore. (laughs) Uh, No, pretty exciting. Uh, We're going to break it down. It's going to be amazing. Um, Someone even messaged me. They were like, are you guys going to talk about Evermore on Patreon? I was like, yes, we will. Yes, we will. Another two-hour episode. (laughs) It'll be two hours. It was legit two hours. But it's okay. So we will have that. And cherry michigan cherry coffee so recently a follower shout out to allison sent me a whole package it had like coffee and a wonder woman travel coffee mug in it which was great for, it was like happy birthday to me and it had michigan cherry coffee in it and here's the thing i love michigan cherry coffee the minute i opened it i was like oh my gosh i think i know that smell what do i know that smell from and i never told anyone that and i have it and i just want to tell everyone like it makes you so happy it is so yummy if you can get it get it make it happen maybe order it from like an independent business coffee shop place in michigan maybe they have it and then actual decluttering and i want to offer that to people yeah, yeah. because i think it's really important because i need to do it I don't know how. Um, I have read all the Marie Kondo that I could read and listen and watch the show, and everything keeps coming back. So I think it's a good idea. I still don't know how to do it. So I'm asking for you to offer me an actual program to actually do it because, man, I just got stuff, y'all. I got all kinds of stuff. That's all I have to offer. I have to offer actual things and then help me. Help me, please. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Also Mandalorian season two and the finale. No spoilers. But man, I lost my mind. I lost my mind. Okay. Well, there. that's it. That's our show. That is all the blackity blackness in Christmas form that you're going to get from us this year. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for another look at even more blacky blackness this Christmas. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PSBB Podcast or email us at platskirtsandbasicblack at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And if we get enough email questions, we may even do a Q&A show. I think it'll be a good time in the hiatus. You can also follow me, Marcia, on Instagram at stylishlycia. And you can follow Shannon at Team Quarter Black. 
please make our Christmas complete by giving us the gift of five points or five stars on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever fine podcasts are sold and listened to. You can also become a Patreon subscriber at www.patreon.com slash podcast or buy some merch. We've got cute merch at shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast. You know, they're perfect for an epiphany gift if you need to get an epiphany gift for somebody. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you for being here. And thank you to all the amazing Black artists who gave us these Christmas songs making the holidays a little more soulful and a lot more happy. Thank you to Jesus, right? He's the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason for the season. <laughs> That's right. Jeez, jeez, jeez. <laughs> like last year. <laughs> Thank you for Jesus becoming a human being and making Christmas a thing. I like that. Thank you to Jazar for giving us Seas of Mars, our theme song that sees us in and out every week. Thank you, Shannon, for being an awesome co-host. Right back at you, Marcia. Thank you. And special thanks to you, our listeners, who make our Christmas merry and bright. We look forward to being with you again in February for Black History Month, when we'll be bringing you another year of our Echoes and Hope series, featuring stories from some Black Catholics all around the world. Until then, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.